0: Just jump on our website, empowerchurch.co, and all the details are there. We really hope that you enjoy the message. And so we've got some of the Salvation Army here today, and I want to welcome Gil, Suzanne, Mary, and Bree today. Um, It's Marty, sorry, Mary. Marty, Mary. I mean, I'm preaching on Mary So I'm focused, all right? Um, Sorry about that, Marty. Um, If you get a coffee later and it says Mary on it, it's a joke, okay? Our people are like that. (laughs) Uh, Marty, it's good to have you here. Um, And uh, um, we're going to pray in a minute as a church family. Um, We invite you to bring backpacks if you could and stationery and bits and pieces. Want to thank Oscar as well for hooking us up. Um, from his workplace, a whole lot of stationery um, that we're able to pass on to uh, the Salvation Army to to donate and to give to kids in need, families in need. And uh, we're excited that between now and moving into the new year, we're just gonna be able to help a whole lot of families with your generosity today. And so I wanna take the opportunity to, to thank you for playing a part. Um, if this is a surprise to you, that's all good. You can always bring something next week if you like. Um, but like we say every week, no one's under obligation or compulsion. Give out of what you have and, um, and that's beautiful. And if you don't have anything, that's beautiful too. It's fine. And so, um, but I'm, I'm wondering if we can pray. And I'm going to invite Gil up. He was going to share a few things. Um, but let's just welcome Gil and then we're, we're going to pray.
1: Good morning, everybody. It's fantastic to be sitting in a congregation and worshiping. Normally, I'm in the band playing my little euphonium, and very busy time for me. Christmas is. A, I'm here um, to represent Preston Salvos, of course. Our core officers, Major Sandra Morna, and me Adams, could not attend because they're holding our church services. So they asked me to come. Um, my role within the church is I'm a senior elder. I met Simon earlier over there. Um, My role is Corps Sergeant Major. Now, that sounds very official, I know, but that's how we use terms in the Salvation Army. We have officers and we have soldiers. And Peter's laughing out about being a Corps Sergeant Major. What do I do? Yes, I... So I'm the assistant to the Corps officers. You know, Christmas is a busy time of the year. However, there are many families in this Preston area who are suffering from the lack of money, resources and family support. Some people just don't have anybody. And it's extremely sad, and, and we see some very sad cases come through our doors. Um, we have a program called Doorways, where we get the you know the homeless, the single women who find themselves in that situation, and people and, and married people as well, just struggling with life. And your donations out there are going to be great for their kids. It's going to be sensational for kids. So thank you for that. But in our um, premises we have a multicultural room and it's full with toys from the likes of you guys um, real estate agents who collect all year and we get stuff from within the Salvation Army and it's like Aladdin's cave you know and to see a single mother and two or three kids walk in that's Christmas you know that's the joy of Christmas you know and their faces they just mum can we get some toys? Yes, you can. You help—not you help yourself, but you know, take what you would like, and that's the real, real joy for us. You know, it's fabulous, and we appreciate your support over the many years. As we said, we had a, a kinship between ourselves. Um, our place was your place, my casa, your casa, um, and we really, we really enjoyed having you guys. And you didn't have to take the coffee machine, you know. (Laughter) you know, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now the and the coffee this morning was lovely. So your support over must be five, six, seven years we've been you've been doing this? Three, four? Yeah, I thought it was like. Okay. Yeah, how we go for. Yes. So look, thank you for your generous offering, your gracious offering. It will be well appreciated. And I'd just like to finish off with, God bless you all this time. Hug someone, love someone, be with someone. You know, it's, we, we got, yeah, just, we've got a great gift in Christ. Um, as I gave my devotions at band practice the other week, I said, we're not here for my glory or anyone's glory. We're here for Him. And it's all about the baby in the manger. That's all it is all about. It's nothing else. You know, he had to grow up knowing He's the Son of God And he had to be protected, and God did that. But that is the reason for the season. God bless you all. Thank you. Well, we might stand on that note
0: and just pray. Pray for the work of the Salvation Army. Pray for families at this time. Wonderful. Father, we come before you today in the name of Jesus name, the person that we gather around and we celebrate this time of year. Father, like Gil said, you, you're the greatest gift. And we pray, Father, that the gift of salvation would be unwrapped by so many this year. We pray, Father, that those that are struggling, those that are down, those that are feel defeated, Or this year have some sort of divine appointment with you, Holy Spirit? We pray, Father, and we lift up the work of the Salvation Army across this state, in Preston, Father, across this country. And Lord, we offer up prayer today, intercession. We thank you for your blessing and your favour upon them. We thank You, Father. You told us to pray for labourers, so we pray that labourers would come in and partner with the Salvation Army and the wonderful work that they are doing. We thank You for Your anointing and Your power that is upon them to be witnesses. And Lord, we just pray today. We pray, Father, for every home. We pray for every home in this region, Father. We pray for those that do not have homes. We pray, Holy Spirit, that people's eyes would be open to the joy and the power and the salvation that is found in Jesus Himself. Holy Spirit, come and do what only You can do at this Christmas time. We ask, Holy Holy Spirit, we ask, Holy Spirit, for Your blessing. Lord, every gift that's given, Father, every gift that's given, let it go to be a blessing to those in need. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen, Amen. Awesome. Well, you may be seated. So good. Thanks, David. Hopefully your keyboard's fixed by the end of the message. Well, it's great to have you here. I don't know about you, but... Um, I know it is a it is a really busy time, isn't it? It certainly is for, for us in our household with four kids. There is a lot happening from hip-hop concerts, believe it or not. It wasn't me dancing in it. Um, it's not that funny. I've got a few moves, but anyway. Um, right through to um, graduations and all those sorts of fun things. So it is just a busy time, work functions, everything's going on, so... Uh, We really value and appreciate you making it a priority to gather as the church for worship here. It's just such an important thing. And um, I I want you to maybe give someone a nudge or a text message or something that you know that might not be here. And you know that we've preached for a long time that it's not about Sundays, but it's an important part that we hold up the value of gathering together. Like Hebrews says, that we don't neglect the gathering of the church, the gathering of the brethren. And so it's a really important part that we worship together, that we come together. And you might think, well, I don't really need it. And that's good. That's a sign that you're a mature Christian because you don't live based upon what you need. You understand that you're not just an attender of a worship service, but you're actually a minister in the church service. Amen. And so you might not need it, but I'm sure that there's someone, maybe that you're sitting next to today, or across the row, or on the opposite side of the venue, or whatever. They may need your that one word of encouragement that you've got to bring. And so, um, for me, it's like it's like Christmas. It's like Christmas lunch. You know, it's not the same if one person of the family is not here. And so, I want to um, really encourage you to to get on the phone, encourage people to stay connected even in this busy time. You with me? That's good, that's good. Father, thank you for your word. It's powerful. Like we were singing before, we, we submit to your word. Whatever, whatever it is, whatever you ask of us, Father, we wanna be followers of you. We understand that that means sacrifice and us paying a price is involved. And so, Father, today, we just submit our lives to you afresh. We open up our hearts. We ask for you to speak to our hearts, change our lives and let your presence just come And continue to fill this place and change us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Uh, Let's go in our Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 1. We're just going to read a few verses, come around the story of Christ's birth this morning. And uh, once we hit that, um, we're just going to share a a few few quick thoughts today. And... uh, And then we're going to just enjoy the rest of the afternoon, which will be wonderful. Please don't forget next week we have a special Christmas service. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, We have some items happening, a whole lot of Christmas carols. So make the most of coming um, here to worship with us around that moment. The kids are doing a little item. Um, Some of our youth are singing and are involved, which is going to be really cool. And, um, And we'll go in. We'll... It's going to be fun. So I'll be here next week, 10 a.m., fun times. Matthew chapter 1, did I say verse chapter 18? Chapter 1, verses 18, it's on the screen there. It says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, just being a man and not wanting to make her a public example, was mind, uh, Sorry, was minded to put her away secretly, but while he thought about these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, "Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to take. Uh, so, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus." And did, and did not know her until she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus, called his name Jesus. Well, this is where the Christmas story all begins, doesn't it? You can read through the other Gospels. We read of the encounter that Mary had with the Holy Spirit, well, with, a, with an angel, and an, the angel appeared to Mary and uh And that's a powerful encounter, a powerful story of what happened. Could you imagine, and just for a moment, would you just put yourself in the shoes of Mary at this time? Well, Mary is just a young girl, they say, between the ages of 13 and 18. And has this amazing visitation with an angel, has an encounter with the Holy Spirit, conceives the very Son of God. It's really quite phenomenal to think about what was actually inside of Mary at that time. It's really quite phenomenal to think about the passageway, the journey that Jesus went on. Gil just referred to it just briefly. He was born into a manger. He wasn't born into a palace. He was born into a manger. He was born into a very lowly, low poverty kind of space. So he was rejected. He was, there was There was nothing fancy about his birth, quite the opposite. I remember as a, as a kid, we did like a, a play as a church called the Streets of Hearts. I'm not sure if anyone's heard of that before, but it was like all these big hearts with doors on. And Mary and Joseph would rock up to the first heart, and they'd knock on the door, and they'd say, "Is there any room for you?" And you know, and and that heart that was full of money and pride, and so Jesus couldn't go there. And and as it goes, you know, then it gets to the stable, and Jesus is born. It's phenomenal to think about the wonderful thing, the powerful thing, the most perfect thing that was born in a really quite a dirty place—a manger. How many of you here like Christmas carols? Give me a wave. How many of you have a, like a Christmas carol band that you like 1st of December through to the 25th, you can play Chris. Come on, wave your hands, Grinch. I mean, wave, let me see. Um, how many of you here today are like my wife? I have, I have a rule like that as well, but my wife brought that, she broke that rule on my behalf this year um, because my next question is, is how many of you, how many of you today put your tree up? Let's actually, this is, a, this is a thing we need to do, I feel. Public confession moment. Who had their tree up before the 1st of December? Please raise your hand. Keep it raised. Keep it raised. Actually, put it down for a moment. Who had, who had put their tree up on the 1st of December? Like tradition shows. One, two, three, four. Oh, oh, five, there's a few people. All right. Praise God for you. Um, who... Uh, raise your hand up if you put it up before the 1st of, of December. Raise it. Ra- keep your hand raised if you had it raised, if you had your Christmas tree up before the 1st of November. Where's the prayer team? My goodness. My goodness. Trav, he's had Mariah Carey playing f- since about July. <laughs> I love Christmas carols, um, most Christmas carols anyway, some, some Christmas carols, some Christmas carols are weird, but one of the Christmas carols I really love is that Christmas carol, it was written actually in 1984, um, and it's called Mary, Did You Know? Do you know that Christmas carol? Did you know? No no na, 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 na. Um, Doing a bad job. Let me just read you the words to this Christmas carol. This is going to tie into what we're talking about today. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy will save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come? Think about this. Mary, did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you've delivered will soon deliver you. Amazing. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will give sight to a blind man? Did you know your baby boy will calm the storm with his hand? Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? And when you kiss this little baby... You've kissed the face of God. Mary, did you know that your baby boy is the Lord of all creation? Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day rule the nations? Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect lamb? This sleeping child you're holding, he is the great I am. Mary, did you know as I've been reading the, um, the start of the Gospels, just um, because it's Christmas time and I like to do that, I've been thinking, it made me reflect on this question. Mary, did you know? Maverick City do a really good version of this Christmas carol on one of their Christmas albums. You can go and have a listen to it later on where they just kind of bust out into free worship and it's just a really powerful moment. Mary, did you know? Did you know what was inside of you? Did you know? Ehab, I think it was last week, spoke a message. He spoke about trials and perseverance. And the reason why that's such an important message is because Mary had to go through trials and tribulations and perseverance. She had to persevere. she had to go through a whole lot of things because of what was inside of her, because she carried something so profound. And how you know the world aren't meant to understand what is inside of Mary? It's not for them necessarily to completely understand that she's carrying the Son of God, that she's carrying Jesus, that she's conceived even to the point of at the start of the story, like we read, her husband has no idea that she has conceived a child of the Holy Spirit. I mean, one plus one equals two, right? So the natural uh, assumption for Joseph until he hasn't. An encounter with an angel and the angel sets him straight is that Mary's had an affair and he was a good man. He was a a kind man. So he thought maybe I'll just secretly put her away and hide it because even the world, even those that are closest to Mary could never fully understand the thing that was being birthed and growing on the inside of her. And I want to segue now to asking you a more, a a question, a pointed question to you about your life. Whether you're going through a a mountaintop moment and everything's good or whether you're going through a valley moment. Whether you're climbing up or whether you're rolling down, it doesn't really matter. But the question that I want to ask you, just like Mary, is what is What do you know what is on the inside of you? Now, please hear my heart. I'm certainly not trying to compare what you carry and what I carry with what Mary herself carried. I'm using this as a metaphor to help you to understand that there's destiny that God has put inside of you. That the New Testament writers said things like, greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. There's something inside of you that is profound. There's something inside of you that is powerful. There's destiny, there's hope. You are pregnant with something so great, something so powerful, something so incredible. You're certainly not pregnant with Jesus. That's happened, been there, done that. Awesome. But despite what you're going through today, I want to ask you this very pointed question. Like we were asking a Mary, Mary, did you know? Did you know what was inside of you? Mary, did you know that that baby that was growing in your womb, did you know? Did you know? Because I feel that as we finish up this year, it's time for us to ask the question of, do you know what's inside of you? That there's destiny inside of you. That there's something powerful and incredible inside of you. There is a gift inside of you that the world is waiting for. The Bible tells us that the world are waiting for the appearance of the sons of God, the children of God. And so my simple encouragement to you around this Christmas time, as we unwrap a whole lot of gifts and we have a whole lot of fun and we spend a whole lot of time with family and it's been a big year, it's been a long year. I was reflecting with my daughter who just finished year nine that this is her first full year of high school. <laughs> That's the kind of three years that we've had as a culture, as a city. So, first full year of high school. It's pretty crazy to think about that. She goes into upper school next year. In the tumultuous environment that we live in, I'm asking you, do you know what's inside of you? As we unwrap gifts and as we bless others and we watch our children, I find so much joy seeing the joy in my children at Christmas time. But the gift that the world are waiting to unwrap is the gift of the church being the church of Jesus Christ. That gift that the world are waiting to unwrap. Is the Christ in me the hope of glory? And I know right now you might not be able to see it because it seems like you're just in a stable, seems like you're like it's just in a manger, seems like pretty ordinary, normal life, feels like... If this is the Son of God inside of me, obviously I'm speaking on behalf of Mary, surely there's, a, surely there's some accommodation that this child can be born into. Surely there's some. Surely I won't need to run for my life because, or for the sake of Jesus' life because of um, a decree that Herod put out to kill all the babies. Surely not. I mean, we're talking about the Messiah here. But friend, no matter what you're going through, I need to tell you today that there's a gift. There's something incredible inside of you. You know, the beauty, and I believe one of the most powerful things about the church is that we can participate in God's redemptive story for the earth. One of the things that's completely inspiring to me anyway around the work of the Salvation Army and other um, you know, wonderful ministries and and people out there, is that how they how they and how we should be treating the most vulnerable in society. And so, instead of seeing them as homeless, instead of seeing them as as uh, as whatever that label is that society puts them in, or our mind or our culture has put them in, we see them as a gift waiting to be unwrapped. We see them in their redeemed state. We see them as the people and the children of God that God created them to be. No matter what it is, no matter whether it's a gender issue, a sexuality issue, whether it's a financial issue, a relational issue, doesn't matter what they've got going on in their life, our commitment is to treat them like the children of God that God has put inside of them to be. And so today, I simply just want to ask you this really practical question. Like the author of this this Christmas carol put, Mary, did you know? And I want to ask you just this really simple question. Do you know what's inside of you? Do you know what's inside of you? Just think about that for a moment. Because I know some of you have gone through a hard time. And it's easier to see the hard time than it is the wonderful miracle that's inside of you. It's easier to see the closed door than it is to see the doors that God's gonna open for you in the future. Do you know? Do you know? the reason why I wanted to ask this simple message today, it's just a one question message is because I think the world will be a better place when we start to realise who we are and whose we are. I'm not preaching exegetically today I'm not trying to unpack 35 different scriptures don't worry we'll do that in the new year I'm just building up. But I want to I really I really do I want you to ask that question. Do you know you're a gift to someone? God's got a plan for your life. And He wants to use you powerfully. Can we pray? Is that all right? Let's pray. Father, I just ask that every person would just come into the the awareness of the greatness that you have for them. Pray that they'd come into the awareness, Father, of the greatness that you are towards them. Pray today, Father, in the name of Jesus, that no matter what people are going through, they would experience your life and your love that they would experience your power, your goodness. I just pray, Father, that that veil would be lifted off, that even in those, those crazy times that people are going through, that they would truly be able to see and know what's on the inside. So we submit to you, Jesus. We submit to you. We submit to you, Jesus. Bless your name. Bless the name of Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. So good God. Bless the name of Jesus. Bless the name of Jesus. Wonderful Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, just a few quick things before we head off today. Um, Where are you going, David? He's cheeky, this guy, I'm telling you. Hey? You need to wear a pink hat next week. He's laughing as well. Uh-oh. <laughs> he won't look at me at all. He's avoiding eye contact. It's the anointing of my life. Um few, few quick things um, just to let you know uh, that we will... We're here next Sunday for our Christmas service. That's going to be a wonderful time. Um, But the following Sunday is Christmas Day. And then the following Sunday after that is New Year's Day. So we will not be gathering on the 25th of December or on the 1st of January. And so spend that time with family. Um, On another note, I'm sure there are a whole lot of other churches that are gathering in the area. So feel free to go and... The Salvos, there you go. Um, So you can head down to Preston at 9.30 and um, they'll be there so you can join them. They're truly committed. Um, We're on holidays. Um, I'm feeling quite shamed now. Um, Not really. Um, So if you want to go to a church that's actually... No, I'm joking. (laughs) Um, They'll be down there so that'll be excellent and um, I'm sure there's a whole lot of of other places too that might be nearby you that that you can connect into if you want to do that. Um, If not, enjoy family like Gil said before. Go out of your way. Embrace your family this year. Love them. Be with them. Okay? Really honour and um, put some time into friends and family. That'd be absolutely amazing. So that's what's happening. Next Sunday we are here. Um, Every Sunday we just let you know that the ways that you can give, so there'll be a QR code that comes up on the screen. You can give electronically that way. Um, uh, Grace is going to do that. Thanks, Grace. And um, or you can just head to empowerchurch.co forward slash give. All our giving details are there. We really do appreciate your just generosity, your faithfulness and giving for those that are... Um, you know, doing that, we want to thank you. If you made Empower Church your home in the last little while, and you want to consider doing that, all the details are on there, um, so you can do that. Also, if you're new, we kind of have like an opt-in system here in a way where we don't uh, kind of go really hard at trying to get your personal details. And so, um, if you if you're new to Empower and want to connect. The best way of doing that is heading to our website, powerchurch.com dot um, .co, not .com, EmpowerChurch.co and uh, fill out the form there. That way we can get your details. Those emails come directly to me and then that way we can um, make sure that you're getting all the information you need. We often send out SMSs and we send out a weekly email just to keep you informed on in what's happening throughout the week. Um, so make sure you make the decision to opt into that. That would be really good. I think that's everything. Parents, I'm sure your kids will be ready to be picked up. I believe that there are iced lattes available today. Um, and so I could be, could be making that up. Um, but I think that there are. Um, by faith there are in Jesus' Name. Um, but we bless you. Thank you so much for coming today. Enjoy the afternoon. And I will see you next Sunday.